0: That's not what you wanted to wake up to today or listen for, but uh, Pedro Severino, backup catcher for the Brewers uh, out, out 80 games without pay following a positive test are clomiphene, a banned substance by Major League Baseball. And through their PED uh, prevention program, so he, uh, which uh, and and dude was hitting in uh, in spring training, and now he is he is done, he is done for at least half a season. So, um, Brewers kind of hit hard with their depth when it comes to the backup catcher position. Welcome to the program. We got a lot going on today. Um, first and foremost, I was perusing uh, a lot of the. Uh, there there's a lot of mock drafts coming out and out of the top 32 there's about 50 guys that shake up in and out of the the first round and why does that you know why is that relevant well it's relevant because that means there's uh some feel 20 guys or so that you would feel could be first-round talent, low-end first-round talent. So we'll wait and see what actually happens when it comes to the NFL draft, but that means you still can get some quality guys in the first 50 picks. That being said, uh, everybody, it seems, is looking for a wide receiver. Everybody. Kansas City looking for a wide receiver. Uh, the, uh, The Cowboys looking for a wide receiver. Packers looking for a wide receiver. You've got others out there that are talking about their interest in wide receivers, young quarterbacks, wide receivers. Um, The question then becomes, because at first it was like, wow, there's plenty of them. There's really not. There's really not as many as you think anymore. Because with so many teams clamoring now for wideouts, and the Packers don't need one, they need numerous. We're going to talk with James Jones Former Packers wide receiver, about a conversation I had with him a couple of years back. We were in Miami talking about the wide receiver position. And uh, I'm going to, he's going to give you the insight. I'll let you, I'll let him explain the conversation. But for those that say, ah, it's no big deal, I'm not panicked. I'm not throwing panic out there. But what I am saying is that at some point, because now you've got, um, You've got the need for Jair Alexander to redo his contract. However, when you look at Jair, um, now you've got another corner in the league making a boatload of money, in case you didn't know. So the Packers were talking with Jair a while ago because he's due a little over 13 million bucks this year, the final year of his deal. Now you got the Dolphins giving their cornerback, Howard, a five-year deal worth $50.6 million in new money, most of it all guaranteed. And that's a, that's a high dollar amount for a cornerback. So now the ante, by waiting this long, the ante has been upped for Jair Alexander. And we always knew he was going to get paid, what kind of money, we didn't know. But now the numbers have gone up. So... The you got to get him done, probably going to have to redo Dean Lowry's deal, give yourself some additional room, and you got to find yourself a veteran wide receiver. And you're going to have to do a little scrambling because if you're going to trade for a veteran, that means you're going to diminish what you have in the stable uh, of picks. So where is that wide receiver going to come from? Where is that other wide receiver or two going to come from? that are going to be able to help you. And we'll let uh, James Jones kind of uh, explain a lot of this coming up last hour of the program. So, anyway, uh, but uh, but that's where we start today. In the meantime, the Brewers looking for a backup catcher now. So, Ben, this broke, what, just minutes ago, right? I mean, when I saw it, I think I heard you guys mention it as I was kind of coming into the studio. You guys were talking a little bit about it. But now, who does that leave at the catching position uh, you got Mario Feliciano, could be a guy that they could throw back there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it and leaves, yeah, it leaves them extremely thin. Yeah, at the backup catching position, they were they were pretty much set with Narvaez and Severino. Severino now done, now done, and like we said, uh, going in, you know, coming out of spring training right now, dude was raking. And he has been told, "No, nah, baby, not." And if you want to look so, at which catchers are available right now,
1: it is Jeff Mathis, who is 39, Wilson right? Ramos, who is 34, and Jose Lobaton, who's 37. So, not okay. a lot of options out there.
0: Not, uh, not the, not the l- great amount of depth you were hoping for. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Um, so that happened just before we went on the air today. And Severino, and like I said, Severino's numbers were really solid down in spring training. Now, again, I don't, uh, I've always said this, don't jump at a guy's numbers um, when it comes to spring training. Because a lot of times you'll look at their numbers and you'll say, wow, this is great. Uh, but, you know, it just doesn't equate when they start, you know, kind of going for real um, in uh, coming out of spring training. But Severino was hitting 435 in spring training. 435, a couple of bombs, and uh, he had 23 at-bats. Now, Willie Adamas uh, has the most at-bats on the team at 35, so that gives you a little bit of perspective. But still, Severino was hitting the ball pretty well. Does Adamus bother you right now? Only hitting 171. And again, um, I don't put a lot of stock into spring training for guys that hit really, really well. But I do tend to worry a little bit about guys that don't hit very well in spring training. You've got Willie Adamus hitting 171. Christian Yelich is cooled off at 267. Rowdy Tellez, uh has just a couple of bombs and hitting 233. Hunter Renfro only hitting two thirty one with not a bomb to his name, with 26 at bats. That that is more concerning, I think, than guys that you know getting geeked up about guys that hit over 400 in spring training. Although Kessin here is having a pretty solid spring, four dingers, hitting 400, 10 RBI. We'll see, but still bothers me when guys just aren't hitting because the, the spring training you should be hitting. Spring training is where, usually the bats they are lively. They are lively. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So, Brewers lose their catching depth. Packers starting to uh, starting to look fast, and furious now for wide receiver action. As we had a trade that went down last night, the Eagles making a deal. How'd you like the Eagles deal for upping the ante when it comes to getting more picks?
1: Oh i loved it i well, it's what they do well. they don't draft well, but they are great at trading and getting more draft picks to then get normally not great players with them but I loved it they got a two and a three for moving back a year pretty much
0: yeah they um they w- made a deal with the saints and uh and now you've got the saints and the the eagles kind of shaking up that first round a little bit. Uh, the Saints doubled up on first round draft choices in this year's draft. Philadelphia pushed one of their three first rounders back into 2023 uh, and, and it's the, no no person was traded. That's the funny thing about it. They're calling it a blockbuster deal, but in the trade, the Saints get two 2022 first round picks, number 16 and number 19, and a 2022 sixth round pick. While the Eagles get a 2022 first-round pick, number 18, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 second-round pick, plus a 2022 third-round pick, and a seventh-round selection this year. And after the trade, the Eagles are going to pick twice in the first round. They also own the number 15 pick now. So they both teams, they look at it as doing extremely well. Now we'll see what they do with it, like Ben said, but... Yeah, both teams did extremely well. Eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy. Uh, but both teams are jockeying for position when it comes to wide receiver help. Both of those teams. Now, we know there's other needs on both of those teams because both teams can be depleted uh and are depleted in certain areas, but uh that changes things when it comes to all these uh all the draft. Uh, mock drafts when I started reading them this morning and when I started seeing all the different picks and accumulations and I'm thinking, wow, you know, you've got a lot of defensive players, okay, uh, going early on in the draft, but it looks like the Jets are set on Garrett Wilson, the kid out of Ohio State, Um, which is interesting because the, uh, the wide receiver Drake London coming out of USC was considered to be the best of what was available to play right now, and he's fallen off a little bit. According to a couple of different mock drafts, he's gone down to number eight, number nine, down to, say, uh, a team like Atlanta. And then, um, you know, Seattle's got the ninth uh, from, from Denver, and the Jets, they have the 10th from Seattle, and there's a lot of jockeying going on. Uh, but now you look at uh, Philadelphia. They want, uh, they need a corner. There's a lot of people talking about Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington, going to Philadelphia. The Saints now have a choice, getting Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa, who they've been eyeing up. Um, then there's talk uh, of the uh, of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs going after Jamison Williams, the wide receiver out of Alabama. They want another wideout, and they're willing to go ahead because they feel that they filled some of their needs with Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and company, and that uh, Jamison Williams is projected to come back sooner rather than later. Therefore, they believe that uh, Kansas City is going to be sitting there with a couple of picks, uh, that Jamison Williams is going to come to them. So they want to take him, at least that's according to many. And then you get down you know, into the quarterback position. But th- there is Johann, uh, Johan Dotson, the wide receiver from Penn State, is now being talked about from uh, from Green Bay, and I, which I, is interesting because I really thought that there's a kid, Christian Watson, we talked a little bit about yesterday, from North Dakota State. Um, then there's uh, the Chris Alave uh, out of Ohio State that we thought, well, maybe he's going to end up falling to uh, the Green Bay Packers. So there's some wide receivers available at the top that people are kind of jockeying over. But now Washington is they had uh, Chris Olave in for a visit and now they, they seemingly really like him so they're picking at number 11 the packers would have to jump way up if they really like what they saw down at the combine cuz remember the packers talked to him for quite some time so there's jockeying going on right now because there's this rush for for line help and wide receiver help and uh, quarterbacks are pretty much non-existent other than maybe one or two in the first round they're gone so you've got a lot of wide receivers and a lot of corners and a lot of uh, line help that are uh, early on in the draft. 877 867 If you want to give us a shout, go ahead and do so. Big news of the day, though, for the Milwaukee Brewers, tough news of the day for the Milwaukee Brewers, is that Pedro Severino, the Brewers catcher, has been suspended 80 games for testing positive for a banned substance. A banned substance. We'll tell you more about the substance when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a lot of the Bill Michaels Show brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They're the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And it is a week from this Thursday on the 14th of this month. When the brewers come home, they're going to be at American Family Field. And we are going to bring you all the coverage of opening day at home. Live from Steny, second and national walkers point. Get you fed. Get you good uh, quality, award-winning Bloody Mary early on. Send you down on the shuttles down to the ball game, and then you come on back, enjoy yourself for the rest of the day, hopefully uh, celebrating a Brewer's victory. But we're going to have the show live from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. down at Steny, 2nd and National Walkers Point. Come on down, say hi. There's going to be a lot of beer specials, food specials, all that kind of good stuff, all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Weiser, Bud Weiser, the official beer sponsor of uh, Major League Baseball. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show Breaking news:
1: what my life is mean
0: if it's Tiger Woods has stated, as of right now, I am going to play in the Masters. He was on the range earlier today. They have shut the course down because of inclement weather and closed uh, closed a lot of the uh, the ability for fans to come on the golf course because they've had some storms down there at Augusta. But nevertheless, uh, because due to inclement weather the uh, and safety concerns. Uh, the patron gates closed, so um, they're talking uh, about coming back later on this afternoon, allowing the fans back in. But it appears uh, Tiger Woods will be playing in the Masters. He just made the announcement a short time ago. He says, that, "Quote: As of right now, I plan on playing." So, good news for those of us that follow the Masters. Good news. Uh, 877 867 1670, 877 867 1670. If you want to, uh, find us, do it. Great stuff, uh, regarding, uh, Tiger coming back. Bad stuff regarding the Milwaukee Brewers. If you're just tuning us in, Pedro Severino, Brewers backup catcher, who had been, well, maybe that's the reason why he was hitting so well, but he's been suspended 80 games for testing positive for a banned substance. Now, Ben, what is the ban- banned substance again? Oh, I need to pull it up. Again, we were talking about it on the morning show. Clomiphene? Clomiphene? Clomiphene. It is a estrogen developer. Um, In other words, he had high testosterone from something he took, and it's a masking agent. That is what Nelson said. For those that know that, yeah. Yeah, It seems to be correct, but we began
1: with the topic of what specifically the drug does, and that conversation is
0: more fun than Anything that deals with estrogen usually means that you are trying to bring your levels down quickly, uh, because they're getting too high, and they're going to set off alarm bells. That's usually what that means. So, uh, a performing en- a performing enhancing substance. It's it's really not a performing a performance enhancing substance. It's a masking agent from por- performing enhancing substances. That's what that is. So you can, so it. it the best way you can put it is he took something in the off season, juiced up, and now as spring training got going, you're trying to come down off of it. You're trying to lower your levels so it's not noticeable. And then you take that, and that's what that does. It lowers your levels of testosterone so they're not alarming uh, to a test, but he probably had taken it, and it was still in his system and that's one of the substances they test for, and that's how he got busted. So, not uh, not the best. And like I said, you, you know, card before the horse. He was raking in spring training, hitting the ball extremely well. You kind of had some high hopes for the catching position when it comes to the depth and the, and, the, and the bat. And now you wonder, okay, was he raking because he was juicing? So, yeah. Yep. 867 1670 hit us up if you uh would love to uh, chime in. You got the Bucks nationally televised game tonight taking on uh, the Bulls. This time the Bulls down in Chicago. Remember the last time the the Bulls uh played the Bucks, uh, the Bucks destroyed them here at the Fiserv Forum just a couple of weeks ago on a Tuesday night as a matter of fact. So tonight they're down at uh, down in Chicago, and hopefully the Bulls can snap the two game losing streak as the season winds down only four games remaining on their season eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy uh Adam says I will be front and center in front of my TV on Thursday can't wait to see Tiger Woods play in the masters uh now he'll make it official tomorrow just an FYI He'll make it official tomorrow," he said. Uh, "As of right now, I am going to play. Did you see the practice uh, crowd around him yesterday, Ben? Oh, it's crazy. I it, it's it's not that big for the Masters. I I, that, I thought that I thought those were pictures like from years gone by. I'm thinking that's not that's not today. When I was looking at him yesterday, that's not today. There's no way. And they said crowds for Tiger Woods. There is something incredibly special about Tiger Woods. Whether it was the likable smile, um, seeing him on The Tonight Show at an early age, people have followed his career, the fact that he stormed onto the scene and just won at an incredibly rapid pace, the fact that he is still within a few of chasing down Jack Nicholas for the all time win in majors. Um, the fact that his story has been so public, from that Thanksgiving night when Elon took the golf club to the car to the to the you know crash to all the discovery of the the, the girls, everything that's gone on, the Lindsey Vaughn escapades, I mean everything. Everything that's happened to Tiger Woods. Um, good and bad. He is just this iconic figure. And the attention he draws is amazing. And to see him tee off on Thursday, if indeed he's going to, and and, and he said there's no reason as to right now why he wouldn't, um, I, I, I can only imagine if he makes the cut what the ratings will be for the Masters. I, I can
1: only imagine. I mean that crowd was bigger than the one that followed him when he won two years
0: two right. years ago. Right, that's what I'm saying. When I was when I was looking at the pictures and some of the video. Now I didn't have the sound up yesterday. I was looking at some of the video, and uh, I'm like, oh, that must be some you know like file footage as they call it. I'm looking at file footage from years gone by when he was you know playing in the Masters, and then it said practice crowd. I was I was like stunned. I mean, that's how iconic Tiger Woods is. So it just it just amazing. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, what was that? A grown man. So I
1: was reading all the stuff coming out of it, previewing it, and obviously documenting tiger's practice round daniel rapaport from golf digest wrote a really good article and in it he quoted a guy he said a grown man overwhelmed by the moment spoke for the entire
0: crowd quote i'm about to effing cry that's amazing tiger brings people to tears <laughs> i don't know if i'd go that far but but yeah that's uh that's amazing that Tiger Woods drew that kind of a crowd for a practice round to see if he was even going to play. In the meantime, uh, the news breaking regarding the Brewers. Backup catcher uh, Pedro Severino, he has been suspended 80 games. Uh, Brian says, I guess we now know why he was raking in the minors. Uh, Rich says, no regard for his teammates, his family, or the fans. Um. The, uh, Todd says, you do realize that this goes on throughout baseball all the time. When you have 162-game season, people try to do whatever they can to recover as quickly as possible. That way they can stay you know, on the field and earn the money. Most of the league is still doing this. Don't lie to yourself. Todd, I, I don't think it's as prevalent as you think. I think there are times they do test and times they don't, and guys will try to get around the system, absolutely. Absolutely. But to say the sport, to insinuate the sport is dirty the way it once was, I think it's it's a far cry. I really do. I don't think if I'd say, let's say 40% of the players a while ago were dirty. Then again, if you're talking about amphetamines and such, I'd say probably 80% of the league was probably dirty. Now, with amphetamines and such being basically outlawed, I'd probably say 25%, 30% of the league would be dirty, if that. And that's a significant amount less than what it was going back into the mid-90s. Mid to early 90s, uh, when, when you had the in- introduction of steroids. And, and, and again, I will go back and say steroids were around in the 80s. Don't fool yourself. That's why they talk about the era of baseball that was dirty when Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire were going for the home run record back in 1998. Uh, the, the league itself was way, way dirtier going back into the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Steroids. I mean, when Pete Rice said this time and again, Pete Rose got busted when the guys that he was hanging out with were steroid dealers. Look at the size of Pete Rose from the time he came into the league to the way he ended up towards the end of his career. The dude was beefed up, rocked up, man. So don't fool yourself. Steroids were here long ago. But now they have uh, a better ability to test for it. Uh, the rains have subsided at Augusta. And um, the fans are back out on the course. The practice rounds are going on. The practice tee, uh, as I'm seeing over here, is um, is back up and running. Tiger, with all the focus, is practicing shots out of the sand trap at this point with hundreds in in camera shot, if not thousands around the area, uh, viewing everything that he does. But uh, they are finally back open and practicing at Augusta. 877-867-1670. Um, Thomas says it's a shame uh, Severino is the third best hitter on the Brewers during this spring training. And Ryan said, does this mean that we can fill the roster spot still? Yes, you can. You, yes, because he is now suspended. He is not on that roster now. Not on that roster now. So that means they have to find themselves another backup catcher. And that's a shame. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're talking about backup catcher here. How many, ba- how many games was the backup catcher going to play? 50? 40? But it's still, when it comes to a bat off the bench... If he was going to hit in the regular season the way he was hitting in spring training, and again, I don't put a lot of stock into that, but let's just perpetuate that and say, okay, you move it forward. That's a significant bat to lose, and a good veteran presence to lose. So hopefully, nothing else goes wrong for the Brewers. But uh, but it is what it is. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen 877-867-1670, Hit us up again. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, this one's from Mark. Real quick, he said, uh, "A stupid move by a stupid player. Don't the Brewers test for this prior to bringing these guys in? They do. You have to pass a physical. They check, but you. It, it just depends on when they, they they do it once. Put it that way. You come in, you do the physical. They they test for everything, and then you're cleared, and then pfft, then you're free to do whatever you want. So something happened between then and now, and uh, and that's what. Basically, got him into trouble. 877 867 1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket.
0: Welcome back. If you are out and about and you're looking for some uh, some good Italian food in the uh, western portion of the uh, Waukesha area, check out our friends Albanese's, Albanese's Roadhouse. And right now, uh, Joey is telling us that uh, they've got openings for the bocce ball leagues. So if you were looking to play some bo- bocce ball during the week and you're looking for some fun, get some friends together, the bocce ball leagues are open, they're up, they're running, and they're looking for people to participate so not only is the food good and the beverages are cold, but uh, the bocce ball leagues are up and moving. So uh, get a hold of my buddy Joey over there at Albanese's Roadhouse, right there on Blue Mountain Road next to Menards in Waukesha, Brookfield area, and uh, get into one of the bocce ball leagues. It's a lot of fun. I, it's funny because when I'll be driving up and down Blue Mountain Road near my home, you see them out there all the time. Uh, it doesn't matter the weather. They have a great time. Uh, it's just like a great group of people. It's a fun group of people right there by Blue Mountain. Just out there playing bocce ball. I think he's got four or five of those bocce ball courts. So uh, stop out to Albanese's and uh, tell him we said hi. But uh, if you're into bocce ball or you want to get something together for your group, for your friends, little bocce ball, it's a way to go. Check out our friends at Albanese's Roadhouse. Um, 867 1670 877 Casey says the Packers need a proven wide receiver. To add depth with Lazard and draft then uh, two or three others, Cobb, Amari, Taylor, they can rotate at four and five. The what I was saying earlier as I came on the air is that the wide receiving position, while yes, for many of you, it's it's deep. You know, you say, you know, hey, look at the draft. Draft is deep, deep with quality wide receivers. I'd say quality is in the eye of the beholder. Receivers that can really um, be an impact player this season, yeah, there's probably five or six, maybe seven. After that, everybody is going to be kind of a, a project. But five or six, maybe seven of those guys, they can be impact players now. You need one of them if you're the Packers. But now you've got, and rumors are coming out, that the Cowboys are scouring. Kansas City is still scouring. Tampa Bay is is now scouring for wide receivers. And as you continue to look in that direction, the price for a veteran is going to continue to go up. The Packers, we know, are looking for a wide receiver. There's quite a few teams that are looking for wide receivers. Now, it looks like Kansas City, um, they have their eye on Jamison Williams. So that we know. Washington brought Chris Olave out of Ohio State in for a meeting and Washington's higher up in the draft. I think they have the 11th pick uh, overall. so they they're talking the possibility of going after the wide receiver quarter or the Ohio State wide receiver um, for their quarterback. So we'll see what ends, ends up actually happening with the wide receiving core. See what happens. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Bucks and Bulls coming up tonight. Uh, the Brewers, they have lost their backup catcher, uh, Pedro Severino. He's been suspended for 80 games without pay for a banned substance. So that's breaking news today. And then Tiger, uh, take a listen to what Tiger says about uh, the possibility of him playing in the Masters. Somewhere around here.
1: Far right. Nope, they got gotcha. you. Nope.
0: When, when, yeah. when will you decide uh, whether for sure you're you're playing and what will determine that?
1: Well, as of right now, I feel like I am going to play as of right now.
0: Um, I'm going to play nine more holes tomorrow. So there you go. That was this morning. He also states when it comes to, because Tiger has always said, I don't want to just compete. I want to go into a tournament thinking if I put it together, I can win. So here's what he had to say. You've said countless times throughout your career that you don't enter a golf tournament unless you think that you can win it. Mm -hmm. So the question is simple. Do you think you can win the Masters this week? I do. That's it. That's it. So when Tiger says that, I don't think there's anything. Short of something happening injury-wise between now and tomorrow and the official announcement, I don't think there's any doubt that Tiger's playing in the Masters. It will be a heavily watched Masters. As Tiger tees off. 877-867-1670. 877 867 Which I, I think is really good news. I think it's really good news. You know, and then last... Go ahead, Ben. The
1: idea of baseball opening day coinciding with the Masters might not be the worst thing in the world.
0: But this could be the best weekend ever. Oh, the, yes. Well, when you look at the week... You have the culmination of the NCAA tournament last night in a tremendous game. Down 16, down 15 at half, and Kansas comes storming back, the largest comeback in national championship game history, to knock off North Carolina last night, 72-69. A couple of down days. Got some mock drafts, some things to talk about. Practice round, the par three challenge coming up tomorrow. Then you've got opening day on Thursday. We're full-fledged into baseball come uh, and, and golf come this weekend. So, yeah, I, a hell of a week when you talk about everything kind of coming up. Now, is there explosive stories that, uh, you know, revolve around us in some way? Well, the Packers haven't made a deal for a wide receiver, still looking in that direction. Severino, the backup catcher for the Brewers, being suspended for 80 games. So that's somewhat big news. But right now it's just – there's it's like um, – it's like when you're at the ballpark and you see all the flashing lights, and you got the ribbon boards going, and you got the jumbotron going, and you've got the balls and the strikes and the outs and everything down the line, and you're looking around, and it's almost like it's almost like sensory overload. That's what it is in sports right now. It's a there's, you can just pretty much go anywhere at this point. You've got the Saints making a deal last night with the Eagles and really kind of upping their bounty when it comes to two teams that have multiple picks in the first round of the NFL draft. The Chiefs are trying to acquire more talent. Now you get word that you've got the Cowboys because they lose Amari Cooper. They want more wide receiver help. They're now in on trying to find a veteran. A lot of teams are starting to scramble. Things are heating up. So, yeah, it's, this is good. This is a good time to do what it is we do. Without a doubt. 877-867-1670. Go ahead and give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Your thoughts on all of this, all of this right now, as you've got century overload. When it comes to the world of sports, stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Place out on Pewaukee Lake, uh, a friend of mine, Mark, was out there last night. He said, uh, the pig porker sandwich you got to try. That's at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. And uh, he, he hears me talking about it all the time. He said, I got to go try that thing. So he went out there last night and said, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a real deal. He says, huge. But he said, the pig porker, uh, good stuff. <laughs> it's just funny, you know. You just hear pig porker and you're thinking of whatever it is you're thinking of. Me, I giggle. Uh, but that's the stupidity in me. But, uh, yeah, they've got great food out there. Went out there last night to watch the uh, national championship game. He said caught the first half at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake. And I love to go there. I ride out there on the motorcycle in the summertime and sit on the outside deck that overlooks the lake. It's a beautiful place. And, again, that's Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Say hi to Ryan. Uh, Ryan Gardner is the, uh, the manager out there, the guy that runs the joint. Yeah, just a good dude. I don't know if he's got, like, an investment in that place or if he's just uh, the GM or what it is, but he uh, does a great job. does a great job out there. So say hi to Ryan. 877 867 1670 Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. And this is something we didn't even uh, really address yet, but right here in our own backyard from Cambridge, Wisconsin, our guy, Matt Kenseth, nominated for NASCAR's Hall of Fame Thirty-nine wins, and uh, he's won the Daytona a couple of times. I think he's also uh, he's won uh, uh, the NASCAR series. But uh, nevertheless, kudos to Matt Kenseth. Got to get him on the program. Talk a little bit about that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy again. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So that that also is another piece of news uh, in our area. So there's a lot going on. Daryl over on Twitter, D-Man, 102-402, hits us up and says, you cheat, you get caught. Talking about Pedro Severino, the Brewers' backup catcher, suspended 80 games uh, in case you're just tuning us in. Um, Jacob said, it's too bad players don't have access to team doctors that could confirm prescriptions that are allowed under Major League Baseball rules. Oh, that's right. They do. Yeah, it's not a. It, again, Jacob, this was what what uh, clomiphene is used for. It's a masking agent, and it uh, basically takes away the levels of testosterone. It reduces levels of testosterone in the body, and usually, what that means is you've taken testosterone or you've done something steroid-wise, to increase your levels. They're getting too high, which are alarming when they test, and that means you need something to bring them down so you don't get caught. So he was probably on the backside thinking he wasn't going to get tested for, say, another week or so, maybe right around opening day or just after, and instead they came early, and, uh, and that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, There was a statement from Pedro Severino that has come out. He said, I recently learned that I tested positive for clomiphene, a prohibited substance under Major League Baseball's Joint Drug Prevention and Treatment Program. I, I love how this is a statement from Se- Pedro Severino. This is not him talking. Since late 2020, My wife and I have been trying to start a family unsuccessfully when we returned to the Dominican Republic after the 2021 season. We sought medical assistance to determine why we had not succeeded. One of the doctors I consulted with prescribed me with a medication to treat infertility issues. Unfortunately, I know that the medication contained clomiphene. I accept responsibility for this mistake and decided not to challenge the suspension. I have been in professional baseball uh, since I was 16, and have also been in the big leagues for parts uh, of 7 seasons. I have been tested more than 100 times in my career and I had never had any issue in my attempt to start a family, I made a mistake. With that said, I want to apologize to the Milwaukee Brewers organization, the staff, my teammates and our fans for letting you down. I hope you know that I uh, I hope you can accept me back in July and we can have a great second half. That's So I I don't know. I don't know that I believe it. You never know. That's the problem. You never know. You never know whether or not a guy's telling you the truth because he didn't write that. That is very much written in, you know, in P.R.E.s. But, um... The Brewers' 40-man roster options, uh, backup catcher, without Severino. Our Sullivan, he's a left-handed bat like Narvaez, um, which does not seem ideal for them. Uh, Feliciano has 36 games of experience uh, above Class A, which is also not ideal. Uh, perhaps something else is going to be coming. We'll have to wait and see. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what the Brewers are going to do now. 877-867-1670, 877 uh, Is 80 games for the first offense? Yes. 80 games, then one season, and after that, I think it's the three strikes and you're out policy. If you're busted for a, a banned substance, it's 80 games. Back years ago... When they stiffen the penalties, yes, they they made it really detrimental if you get caught. Which is why going back to the statement earlier from one of our listeners who said, "Yeah, you know, everybody does it. It's run. Don't fool yourself. Everybody's doing it. It's a lie." No, because the 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 penalties are so stiff, and he's he's banned without pay. He's suspended without pay. It's not like you get suspended and you can't play. You get suspended, you can't play, you can't be around the team, and in addition to that, you don't get paid. I mean, that's the reason you really, 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 really got to believe in what it is you're doing to be able to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and try this. You really, really got to think about it before you do it. But regardless regardless um of the circumstance and what it is you did or didn't do and how you did it or didn't do it whether you took it knowingly or unknowingly or trying to have babies or I mean whatever 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 you're doing um it's you you will now forever wear that scarlet letter that you have been banned for a foreign substance 8778671670 if you want to call in, call in. Uh, John says, "How do you know he was taking steroids? Couldn't he be telling the truth?" John, you're right. He could. He could be. Absolutely. He could be taken, uh He he could be completely 110 telling the truth. You just don't know. You don't know. And here's the other thing, and and going back to one of the the uh, uh, Jacob who tweeted us. If you are going to take anything as a a player of Major League Baseball, the NFL, how many times can can we believe the excuse, I didn't know? You know, wouldn't you call your team physician and say, hey, or have your agent call and say, hey, they prescribed this for me. Wouldn't you tell a doctor, I can't take certain things? If it's my life now, then again, maybe he said, you know what? We want to have kids. It's worth the risk. I'd rather have a child than just make money playing baseball. But you can't any, you just, in today's day and age, you can't listen to somebody and go, I didn't know. Yeah, you did. Before you put anything in your body, you get a hold of the team. Without a doubt. Going to talk some college hoops coming up next. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show after this.